Welcome to Insights, a production of J.P. Morgan Asset Management. Insights is an audio podcast that provides perspective on the opportunities and uncertainties facing investors today. Today's program, the Market Insights Notes on the Week Ahead. Hello, this is David Kelly. I'm Chief Strategist here at J.P. Morgan Funds. Today is December 17th, 2018. If you can keep your head when all about you are losing theirs and blaming it on you. Rudyard Kipling's first qualification for manhood could equally be applied to the nerve required of the members of the Federal Open Market Committee, who meet this week and will decide whether they wish to increase interest rates for a fourth time this year. In making this decision, they face the handicap of a warrior facing three dragons with one sword. Whether through asset purchases or setting short-term rates, the Fed essentially can only use interest rates as its sword to impact the economy. Meanwhile, the goals of modern monetary policy are essentially to achieve low and stable inflation while avoiding recession in the short run and while warding off asset bubbles which pose a longer-term threat. It's never easy, and it gets harder when commentators and politicians tell them they're getting it all wrong. The good news is that the inflation dragon remains relatively well-behaved. Last week's CPI report showed year-over-year inflation of 2.2%, both as a headline rate and excluding food and energy. This week's numbers on the consumption inflation should show something similar, with both the overall rate and the core falling to just below the Fed's 2% year-over-year target. Wage growth has picked up recently, with average hourly earnings for production and non-supervisory workers rising 3.2% year-over-year in both October and November. However, with GDP per worker likely up about 1% year-over-year in the fourth quarter and high profit margins, it's unlikely that this pace of wage increases, even if sustained into 2019, would lead to a significant rise in consumer inflation. This is particularly the case, given a higher US dollar than a year ago, which would restrain imported inflation, and a year-over-year decline in oil prices. There has not been a single reading of core CPI inflation above 3%, since the mid-1990s, and the inflation threat in 2019, with or without further Fed tightening, remains minor. However, the risk from asset bubbles is more significant. Easy money has generally fueled increases in asset prices in recent decades as financial investments and housing have appeared to be a simpler avenue to wealth than building businesses directly. As testament to this, since 1995, while inflation has remained very tame, the ratio of U.S. assets to U.S. GDP has risen from 4.6 times to 6.8 times. This climb in asset prices has, from time to time, manifested itself in specific bubbles, such as the tech bubble of the late 1990s or the housing bubble of the mid-2000s. Indeed, asset bubbles have been a far greater source of economic disruption over the past 25 years than any broad increase in consumer inflation. And while the Fed has kept policy tight enough to restrain general inflation, this has not been enough to slow a too-fast increase in asset prices. The Fed's third problem is fighting off recession, and thus far it has been successful, with the U.S. economic expansion likely to enter its 11th year in 2019. However, with increased market volatility and signs of slower growth overseas, there are increasing calls for the Federal Reserve to halt its rate increases. This is where the Fed needs to keep its head, because current Fed policy is neither aggressive nor tight. The current level of the federal funds rate at between 2% and 2.25% is essentially equal to core CPI inflation on a year-over-year basis, implying a real ex-post federal funds rate of zero. This is lower than the real federal funds rate was 80% of the time in the 50 years before the onset of the financial crisis. The pace of tightening at 1% per year if the Fed does increase the federal funds rate this week 
is far slower than the average 2.5% per year pace of tightening in the previous five tightening cycles. Moreover, the U.S. economy looks set to slow rather than stall in 2019. While the unemployment rate is low, it could fall lower still. Meantime, the most cyclical sectors of the economy, including housing, autos, and business fixed investment, are all relatively subdued. Reports due out this week on housing starts and durable goods orders should confirm this. However, while some may lament the lack of a bounce in the cyclical sectors, their subdued current levels reduces the risk of the economy sliding into recession because of some economic boom and bust. It is true that the economy is driven to some extent by psychology, and if consumers and businesses were to get scared, the economy could slow more in 2019 than we currently anticipate. However, nothing would be more likely to undermine confidence at this stage than a Fed pause at this point, as it would seem like an admission that the Fed itself was scared of recession. Because of this, in the week ahead, the Federal Reserve should and probably will increase the federal funds rate by 0.25% to a range of 2.25%. In doing so, the committee may well nudge down their near-term projections for economic growth and inflation. They may also reduce the number of projected rate hikes for 2019 and 2020 from 4 to 3 or even 2. However, Chair Powell will likely restate his confidence in the economic expansion and the Fed's intention to prolong it as long as possible. Achieving this goal, will require the Fed to keep its head while the stock market continues to manifest its doubts and heightened volatility. Well, that's it for this week. Please tune in again next week. And if you have any questions in the meantime, please reach out to your J.P. Morgan representative. This content has been produced for information purposes only. And as such, the views contained herein are not to be taken as advice or recommendation to buy or sell any investment or interest thereto. Reliance upon information in this material is at the sole discretion of the recipient. The material was prepared without regard to specific objectives, financial situation, or needs of any particular receiver. Any research in this asset has been obtained and may have been acted upon by J.P. Morgan Asset Management for its own purpose. The results of such research are being made available as additional information and do not necessarily reflect the views of J.P. Morgan Asset Management. Any forecasts, figures, opinions, statements of financial market trends, or investment techniques and strategies expressed are those of J.P. Morgan Asset Management, unless otherwise stated, as of the date of production. They are considered to be reliable at that time, but no warranty as to the accuracy and reliability or completeness in respect of any error or omission is accepted. They may be subject to change without reference or notification to you. J.P. Morgan Asset Management is the brand for the asset management business of J.P. Morgan Chase & Company and its affiliates worldwide. J.P. Morgan Distribution Services Incorporated. Copyright 2018. J.P. Morgan Chase & Company.